Welcome, Welcome to Bar Chat. Chat. That's where it's at. I'm Lexi. I'm Bianca. And I'm Becca. And, and we're chatting all things dance. Welcome to season two. I think it was great. I'll yeah. take it. And uh, as you guys can see, season two, we have transformed into new people. In yeah. a new location. In a new location. With new hair. With all new of us. Hair. I know. Yes. We, we said new hair in episode. It was episode. Was it was episode nine. But I think our hair has changed. We have new again hair again. Since then. Yeah. 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 We, we have. Well, <laughs> Becca and I both went even redder. Yeah. And then Bianca just kept cutting her hair. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's actually well, what happened. Because last season, it was so long. It was, it was so long. It was like down to my hips. Yeah. And then I just chopped it all off literally a week ago before Christmas. I was just like, let me just. In preparation yeah. for bar shot. Yep, exactly. Yep. No, we so, literally all got our hair done. And our nails. All got our nails done. Let's show the nails. Mine are basically invisible. Zoom in, zoom in. Um, Not sponsored by our manicurist. Not yet. But yet. But Not yet. That's for another. That's and we also have our matching PJs on. Yes. And it looks familiar because it's probably the photo you're looking at right now. Yeah. But fun fact, we have not taken that photo at this time. At this time. <laughs> but I hope that you guys like it. And I hope we like it, too. I'm yeah, because I don't know what really it looks like. I'm excited. And I think you guys are going to love the photos. But weird. I guess we'll let you know throughout the season. This is so weird. Like being back together. We have not been back together in person since May 2020. 2022. Yes. Not, not yes. 2020. 2022. And it's currently as we're filming January 2023. So. Which is so crazy, but it still feels like 2022 to me. I yeah. don't know. I mean, well, because only it was two days, two days into days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and for me and Lexi, 2023 is the year we've been looking at for the past four years. Oh my God, it's so weird. Becca and I graduate college this year and I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. No, no, no. You guys are going to be old. I know. Mm, like I you. Know. Nope, <laughs> not me. <laughs> All right, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about dance auditions, pretty much any type of auditions in the industry. But before we get into that, fill in on some life updates. It's been three months because the last time we filmed in season one was in October, right? It was like October 1st. So around two, three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So any updates that you guys want to talk about? Lexi? <laughs> um, my hair is different. Your hair is different. Oh, you're doing a show. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know how much detail I can give about that as of right now, but I did book a professional theater show this summer. Um, <laughs> That's so important it in this industry. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. No, 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 okay. Honestly, though, I, I feel like I'm like turning my head and I look crazy when I look at you. Same. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> honestly, like I don't care how much money like it could have been a dollar and I'm like, I'm getting paid to perform. Like, that's so cool. Okay, but that's I, like low-key sad, though, because that's so normal. Cause, like, I know. The, but the it's like free jobs we do is crazy. I know. I know. That's answers. that's a whole nother episode, honestly. Yeah. But honestly, I can segue into that through like the auditions getting into this thing. So that could be like a nice segue. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I'm still figuring out like the logistics and everything of it. But it'll be two shows done at the same time. So it'll be like. I think a one and a half week rehearsal process. And then we just go right into doing shows and it's like two months this summer. So I'd be in a different state. I'm not going to say where it is because I might 
listen back to this episode and then not have done it. So like, we'll see. I can't. I don't even know what state. So I'm making it up in my head as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Top secret. <laughs> I didn't tell them. Um, but yeah, so hopefully it all works out because it's a pretty cool opportunity. And again, I'm just figuring out like little things that go along with it and making sure that like it's feasible for me to do this summer, especially because I don't know where I'm going to grad school and I don't know if it'll like interfere because some grad schools do start in the summer. Mm -hmm. So got to figure that all out. But all right, jumping into auditions or what did you guys want to do your life update? <laughs> Becca and Bianca. <laughs> anyway, Bianca more have about me. <laughs> yeah, Becca and Bianca have nothing exciting going on. So let's just jump right in. Oh, I have another update. Oh, I did a production of Seussical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a bird girl. Period. I was the green bird girl. I've never seen Sozo Girl, so I have no idea what you're talking Honestly, about. Honestly, it's not a show that you need to see. Okay, good, because I did it. It's literally like the cat in the hat on stage. Slay. It's a cute show. I feel like every, like every theater kid has to do it. I'm a theater kid, if you guys didn't know that. <gasps> I feel like every no. theater kid has to do it at some point. And this is my second time now. Oh, my God. Slay. Mm -hmm. Um... My update isn't anything new. I'm still dancing at the space. I'm still loving it. I've gotten... Okay. We're not going to do this this season. Season one, there was a lot of distractions going on. Lexi just broke her neck in half. Bird girl. We're supposed to be like having a glow up this season. Not like... I can't move my neck if I don't crack it. Becca, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think the newest thing going on for me is that I'm really just trying to get more into my um, media company and like my videography ventures. But I think that's another episode to speak upon. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, Are you allowed to share about the like big project you did with it or no? <laughs> did you know? Oh, I just performed in a parade. That's not that. Okay, that's oh, not I what just I was did a concept. I did a concept video with my friend. That's what I was going to okay, check yeah, it yeah, out. That's what I was yeah. But I just, I performed in a parade. And me and we did a show together. I wasn't together. invited. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I'll segue. Sorry, I like have okay. no memory of what happened, but segue. Um, I cut my hair off. It's above my shoulders, which to be honest, I haven't had a haircut this short in a long time. Like it's usually touching my shoulders. So it feels very light. That's the number one thing. <laughs> I had the opportunity to choreograph for a YouTube series um, on the Steezy channel. And I asked Becca to dance. With I was me. so honored. Not Lexi at Not all. Me. Just because she's on the East Coast. Yeah, she lives across the country. So it's a. Yeah, I would have flown to LA for that amazing opportunity. Would you have? Was it paid? Yeah. And would the flight have been paid? No. I don't know. I can't come. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't come. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> oh, talk about God. that Maybe later. Maybe next time, though. We'll see. Maybe next time. Um, yeah. So we we got to do that together, which was cool because we're doing this. And then it's like, you know, through the grapevine, things just kind of line yeah. up. So. It was also really interesting to seeing um, my listeners and Bianca's listeners and the bar chat listeners mm -hmm. all being like, oh, my God, that's Becca and Bianca yeah. in the Steezy video. And like, not Lexi. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and not Lexi. But like, it was crazy. Like Where's the worlds the were colliding. It yeah. was kind of crazy. Yeah. And some fun, exciting things came from that little shoot so that yeah. was very cool it was really fun and um what are we talking about today uh auditions auditions yes okay well i feel like there's a lot to talk about well considering we before we came like started this we were saying how nervous we were to start season two and what's 
a better thing to talk about nerves with than auditions. Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. And I feel like even as you get more experienced with auditions, it's always going to have that feeling for you. You're always going to feel nervous, whether it's a lot, whether it's a little bit for me personally, like when I know that I have an audition that I have to go to, I'll be fine up until I basically get in the room. And then all of a sudden the nerves just start like rushing to well, me. What are your like audition? Like what is your go-to thing that you do like before an audition to prepare? Cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's after. I'll never not um, be nervous. Like I'm always nervous. Yeah. Something just reminded me though. Like one of my dance teachers used to say, treat auditions like class and then treat class like class. Well, I was going to say, I always hear treat class yeah. like auditions. Yeah, so. because that'll change your mindset and it'll just kind of put your perspective in mm-hmm. a different zone and then you don't feel so psyched out, you know, because mm-hmm. I think we all get very tense because we want to do well and we want to book the job. Of right. course, that's the whole goal. But for me in the past, when I get nervous, it almost just kind of psychs me out and then I ruin it for myself. There, there was this one audition in 2019. I don't even remember what it was for. And it was ballet. Okay. So it's like right up my alley, whatever. And they were like, you need to freestyle for two eight counts after in the ballet. combo. I'm like, yeah. of course, what am I going to do? Sauté is in first position. My biggest fear. Yeah. So ballet improv. free, but ballet improv that's the worst. is made up. Like but that's not real. I felt very confident, but then I just tried to do this attitude turn like a fuete into an attitude mm. turn. And I literally hopped about 27 times in the turn. One single turn. At least it was in 28 though. I, feel I like know. That, could have been that would have just pushed me over no, the edge. Right. Literally you that's me. I never nail turns. But it looked, I was like, oh, I've never danced in my life. But I was so nervous. What was this for? I don't even remember. Was it like an agency? I think like it, it was a music video. Okay. You know what's weird though? I feel like most people don't look for turners. Like maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like turns are never like what they're looking for. Only if they want people that can do tricks. Then if you can do like 20 pirouettes. Do right. It. But like not me. Turns are never like a make or break, at least from the auditions I've been to. Mm-hmm. Like nobody ever cares about turns. They do care about legs, but if they don't they, care about turns. But if they see a great turn, they'll care. You know? Well, yeah, that's true. What they care about is the cleanliness. Yeah. And like how well you can execute each step and mm-hmm. look exactly how the choreographer did it because they're doing it that way. For a reason. That's how they want you to look when you book the job. Mm-hmm. After so, that, you can embellish it the way you want. But So you didn't answer my question. What was the question? <laughs> About what you do before auditions prepare. Oh, I think somebody interrupted me. Oh, it was me. And <laughs> I said, right? <laughs> um, so before an audition, if it's a dance audition, I'm probably not going to shower because for many reasons, you're exerting energy, you're sweating. Mm-hmm. Buns hold better when you don't shower. Yeah, um, people always say that yeah. I always shower before an audition and I've never thought about doing that and I should probably do that. I only shower before an audition if it's for a commercial or an acting role, but never dance. And your hair but I'll do my hair and my makeup, of course. I'll make sure my outfit is exactly what they want with the specs on the call sheet, whatever. Um, oh my God, yes. Yeah. That is so important. Yeah. You will literally, I've heard stories of people getting sent out of rooms on, upon arrival if mm-hmm. they do not follow this later along. Later on, I'll tell you guys about my first ever audition. Yeah. But like you will literally get sent out if you do not follow the call sheet and like what to wear to AT. And ab- above that, even if you just look a certain way, they'll literally send you out as soon as you give them your headshot. They'll be like, okay, we don't want you. Bye. Just That's because so of your true. look, because of your height, because of your hair color, anything. I hate that though. 
it's just how it is it's, it's unfortunate it is. yeah but also it's like then maybe don't send me to the audition in the first place right if you're gonna just make me do a 180 out of the room why mm-hmm. am i here that's why i really like closed calls so if you guys don't know there's closed calls and there's open call auditions closed call auditions are when let's say you're on a casting site it could be la casting casting frontier actors access whatever it is backstage.com backstage yeah you'll have your headshot the casting director will look at all of the thousands of people's pictures they're about this big if you can see my fingers it's about an inch apart based on that picture they will select the people that they want in the room and then that's the closed call so sometimes it could just be 15 to 20 people it depends but those are selected people that the agent not the agency the casting director chose they handpicked you open calls sometimes it's um is that Closed calls are just through agents, right? Yeah, I mean, well, usually, well, the casting director handpicks you for that, but that's sent through an agency. Typically, right? yeah, yeah, because your agency gives you those more um, okay, upper tier auditions. Yeah, but cattle calls are the open calls. Yeah, they say cattle call because it's like you know a bunch, a bunch of people, and those are the ones that most people don't want to go to because it's one crazy. It's a waste of time. It's hectic. You don't have any space to dance. And most of the time they're looking for one or two dancers and they know you from Instagram or they just know them as a friend. Right. So. Or they already know who they want and yeah. it's a waste of everybody's time yeah. because they already mm-hmm. know who they're casting. So auditioning so. professionally, there's those two types of calls typically. And usually you're going to want to go for the close call auditions because that means that they saw your picture. They liked what they saw. They looked at your resume and then they chose you for that. But also it stinks because like, you won't always be invited to a closed call because sometimes certain auditions, they reach out to specific agencies and they're mm-hmm. like, send me people that you think will fit this. And Absolutely. it's like, it doesn't even reach people who don't mm-hmm. have an agent. So it's like, if or you don't have an agent or a man- manager, you're put at a disadvantage because yes. you're not going to get that opportunity to audition for something that might be really good for you and you might fit the perfect role, but you don't have an agent or a manager. So that call is not open to you. So it's just like a disadvantage in the industry, which is, there's a, net, there's a networking that the agencies have to different jobs than you might see on Backstage.com. Right. Yes, but the other thing is, too, is just because your agency gets a call and you may fit that call sheet perfectly, your agency might have a list of their, like, five go-to people mm-hmm. and they just send those people because they know that they're going to book it and audio's too bad for you. Right, so, absolutely. Um, I know like me and Bianca talk about this all the time and like same with Lexi, but like it's, it's a little bit different on the East coast, like versus Mm -hmm. LA, but like, ah. also like (laughs) if you do have an agent, that's amazing. Of course we both have agents. It's amazing. And that's okay. But you also don't need an agent. And most of the time you are going to book jobs based off of connections and not based off of auditions age and like through your agency 100 percent. so that's completely normal whether or not you have an agent or don't have an agent but also social oh sorry sorry but i have been at auditions where literally the entire room says i'm with this agency this agency whatever and then they get to one person and they say i don't have an agent but they're still there i don't know how it happens but it's possible well i was gonna say like you can also find auditions or get asked to auditions through just being a presence in social media because Becca and I were both asked and then like this is separate but like we were asked to audition for like it was like a TV, a TV show, show or something last we talked year about it last season. yeah we did talk about it but like just another way to find out about auditions but again like I don't have an agency or a manager and I use like backstage and I go on playbill.com and like that's how I found out like I auditioned for this cruise ship I think it was like 
I don't know, like back in March or something. And I made it to the second round, which is cool because oh. I did not expect to. And it was a giant cattle call. Like we were all crammed in the room. I genuinely did not know. Like I did not, ex- like I didn't know what to expect because it was very vague information. And they said like, bring heels. But if you don't have heels, you're fine. And then bring they- 18 shoes. But then they had a heels call. Yeah. And it was weird because I was like, wait, you said if we don't have, like it was just a very like weird call. Always bring your damn shoes this is such an important little side yeah, conversation. well i didn't have heels at that point yeah. i do now but you need to make sure that when you go to an audition you are over prepared to the max i never go to an audition without my point shoes character shoes tap shoes whether it says or not whether it says it or not because they might be doing four cuts and then they say all right anybody with a special skill or yeah. a special talent yes. let's see it so for me i'm gonna do point right i'm gonna need to have my shoes Always be prepared. Always have I a, have my clogs. Yep. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Always have a backup leotard. Always have your makeup with you, extra bobby pins, whatever. Like Another me. thing about living in LA is uh, something that I always learned from my dance teachers is my dance teachers would have a box of clothes in their trunk because you always yeah. drive to the audition. So you just run out real quick. Mm-hmm. A box of clothes in your trunk and like have the craziest accessories because especially nowadays in which as I'm learning. You want to stand out. Yeah, it's all about the fashion. It's all about what you're wearing and it's all about the look. So if you have a crazy cowboy hat with tassels hanging down and you go to an audition and that's like the perfect Miley thing. Cyrus and Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah, you go to the Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton audition. You're going to want to wear that because you just you want to look the part. No, the teacher starts teaching the combo and he's using a hat. You go to your car and you grab a hat because that's what you're supposed to. You know what, though? I feel like so many people just migrate to like wearing black and like dark clothing because like that's what you feel and I I feel most comfortable in dark clothing because like I don't know it's flattering on on everyone and so that's usually like most of your leotards are black and most leggings are black and I don't know I just feel like we usually gravitate towards wearing more black clothing but that is the exact opposite of what that's the opposite of what you should be doing at the auditions because Everyone and their mother is wearing a black leotard or black leggings. You are not going to stand out because yeah. they're not going to be like, oh, like you black leggings in the back. Like you come here, you know, like that doesn't happen because they're not even going to notice you at all. Yeah. You need also, to wear like a bright orange or bright blue, you know, something to stand out. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, though, they will have spe- like specificities that say we want all black. But then at that point, not only is it up to your technique, but then maybe if you have a lace leotard that's black yeah. or a little embellishments a long sleeve something that makes you stand out maybe a fun headband. I cannot stress enough the fact that you should always be expanding on your black wardrobe for your leotards leggings all of that because it's never going to go away the shawl that's like yeah really in right now yes like tiny sweaters yeah. yeah and also that's another thing layers always bring baggier layers because if you have the skin tight clothing on if you're doing technique great if they want to do some more hip-hop whatever you can throw them on right just always be prepared that's the bottom line with that like but you also want to feel good in what you're dancing in because like for me like hip-hop i need my baggy clothes like mm-hmm. i need to feel loose and oh, comfortable in what i'm wearing wear point shoes for hip-hop usually not but sometimes i do it depends on the day mm-hmm. but i do need to make sure that i feel comfortable in what i'm wearing so having that backup like you never know. They might be like, you know what? We're going to do a hip hop call because we can't decide between all of you guys. You need to be prepared for literally anything. Mm-hmm. Anything and everything. I have done more theater auditions growing up. And it's weird because I have always, and it's funny, most people in theater 
are usually singer first. That's just like mm-hmm. singer actor first. So it's rare to find a dancer first. Not rare, but like in high school theater, it's usually more rare to find yeah, a dancer first. They're out there dance studio. Exactly, exactly. So I have always felt super comfortable going into the dance auditions, and then very nervous going into like the acting and singing auditions. And everyone else was the exact opposite. Like they would feel so prepared for singing, so prepared for acting, and terrified for dance because dance. And like I'm fortunate that like because I am a dancer. It doesn't scare me as much learning a combo and then having to perform it. But for them, like, they're not a fan of doing that. And it's very stressful because you can't prepare that beforehand. Yeah. And, like, some people, especially at that time, don't know how to prepare for something like that. That reminds me of my time in college. Um, So I had I was a dance major, but I had singing classes and acting classes as well and really? something yeah wait i didn't know that yeah yeah, yeah i remember it's like there's acting is like a word in your degree right dance theater dance theater yeah theater. the theater so what my school offered was they would have the pianists in their little cubicle rooms for x amount of hours throughout the day and you could go in and plunk your song with them plunking is when you just run through your piece with the pianist and they do it for you. Right. And always take advantage of things like that if your school has that because if you're going for a theater audition, Mm -hmm. it's one thing to practice by yourself, but if there's resources that you can utilize, well, can I absolutely do that? It's very different when you're going into an audition and someone is accompanying you versus when you listen to a track online. Oh my goodness. Because it's very different. It can be in a different key and it it can go faster, slower, faster, slower and they're kind of queuing off of you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just very different than practicing online. So getting that opportunity to practice with someone must have been so beneficial. It yeah. absolutely was. And um, even if they didn't, if, even if you didn't have that pianist in the audition room, it's still good to have a live person Definitely. do the music with you because mm-hmm. that's how it is a lot of the time. And right. you want to be prepared and know, well, can I sing it faster? Can I sing it slower? And usually it's like a 16 to 30 tarp. <laughs> 32 bar cut yeah and so you need to figure out like where's the best time to start where's the best time to end that showcases my mm-hmm. voice mm-hmm. um yeah you always want to just showcase your attributes whether it's dance yes. acting singing etc yes so i just did susical and when i auditioned for it i didn't have a voice i literally lost my <gasps> voice yeah oh. so i emailed them and i was like hey like can i just send a video of myself singing because I literally can't sing. I will injure myself. Like it literally like I tried to have noise come out of my mouth wheezing. It was so bad. And like it just kept getting worse. And I was like, no, like not the Susical audition. Like I was so sad. But I went to the dance audition and I feel like I redeemed myself there at least as much as I could. Um, But I sent in a video of me singing. So this is kind of segueing into self tapes and how important they are, especially in situations like this, because there are so many auditions now that are completely virtual which is really good but also sometimes annoying but being able to do virtual auditions opens up an entirely different door of allowing you to audition for so many more things because having to travel for example like I live in New Jersey having to travel into New York for auditions like I did a lot of like modeling and auditioning when I was a kid and my mom had to drive me in and out of the city for me to book maybe an eighth of the jobs, not oh, even yeah, like you used to audition as a kid. I, yeah. I did a lot of like modeling and stuff. And like, even as a kid, there's so much competition. Like I really oh, didn't yeah. book that much in comparative to how much I actually auditioned. And now with all the virtual auditions, it saves so much money, like driving in and out. Like that's a lot of gas driving in that's tolls. There's parking. Then there's 
just time that you're wasting for some auditions. And like you sit there for hours and sometimes they might not even take you. Like they might find the person and they send you home. Like it's just crazy. So I feel like virtual auditions have helped in a way, but with those virtual auditions come a lot of time that you need to take and make sure that like you get that perfect take, which, and I know that we are all perfectionists, makes it so incredibly hard because I am so hard on myself and watching a video of me over and over and over again do a dance where, oh, I forgot this step or, oh, I didn't kick my leg as high as I know that I could have. And then I'm starting to get burnt out and also trying to find a space to record the dance. And for some people, like I'm fortunate, it costs a lot of money. And I'm fortunate that I'm still at college and I'm only paying thousands and thousands of dollars (laughs) a year. So cheap, right? But they have gyms where I can record these self tapes for for now. now. But again, I graduate. I don't know where I'm supposed to film these self-tapes. No, you can't. And that's the big thing is that you're literally spending money for self-tapes for jobs that you most likely, like odds are like 90% chance you won't book because so many people are sending auditions that it's just money thrown away. It really, really is. And (laughs) excuse me, that's so rude of you. Um, No, but it's so frustrating because every single audition has a completely different dance. So you're taking the time to learn 40 seconds to about a minute of choreo to send it in for it to maybe not even be seen. And you just wasted all your time learning it. And it's just for that audition. And then you have three more auditions and they're all different. So I saw this TikTok and I have never agreed with something more in my life. It was like, at least for theater and like for the dance industry, they should also have this. They have a universal jazz call, a universal tap, ballet, contemporary hip hop. And then that could be submitted to any shows, any dance production, anything that like is able to take that and then it changes every six months or every year and I think that is so smart because it shows your skills you're able to compare everyone doing the same choreography which they do that anyway and you're saving time you're saving money like I just think that they should do that because I feel like it's unfair how they're just wearing people down and wearing out their wallets and wearing out their just desire to do this because the more you film and the more you don't book it's draining like it really really is to be so honest with you i cannot stand self-tapes me neither i hate that the amount of self-tapes i've like either given up on or like took a break in between because i was having a mental break i just submit at some point where i'm like it's i can't do any better than this like sometimes i'll just call it for the night there was one audition where i called it for the night the next day i just like got my life together through the pandemic, especially, that was the only option for creatives auditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of the times they don't even get to all of the self tapes. They don't get through all of them. And then it makes me say, like, why am I even putting in all of this work and doing all of these requirements time and time again if they might not even be seeing me? Right. Because they get thousands of submissions like literally thousands and some of those jobs will say audition is on the 13th rehearsals start on the 15th the turnaround is so quick how are you going to get through thousands of videos and that's why what comes into play again is your connections with the choreographers the friendships that they have with people and you know a lot of the time it just feels very put on and kind of like oh we're just gonna put all these people in this audition but we might not even get to them it's like What's the point? You're wasting my time. I'm spending my money on a chance at booking something that thousands of people are going for. It's just not the same equality. But at the same time, it does give you the opportunity to, let's say, if I wanted to audition for something 
filming in New York, I could do that if they right. were allowing it because it's through the phone, whatever. Right. So that's a benefit to it. But I just think that it's so much time, so much effort. You have to do your slate. You have to do the hands to the camera. That's a big thing. You know, your profiles. Then you have to talk about the product and why you like it sometimes. Then you do your dance. Then you do an acting scene of you grabbing peas off of a grocery counter and looking and it's at them. It's so dumb. It's so awkward. There's that it's girl so embarrassing. on TikTok who it's shows like, her audition videos. Oh. And some of them are literally her just sitting there eating soup. Yeah. And like all my friends, I always see them post on their like close friends list like, this is what being an actor's like. And it's them like eating cereal going. Mm. Mm. But it's just so funny because it's like they oftentimes don't even specify. They're so like in the air. They're like, fake. we want you to look excited, but not fake. But we want you to look sad about the soup and then confused. Can you do also, that? Also, another thing is getting someone to read the monologue yeah. for you and like getting someone else to take the time. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I like interrupted. Who's going to do that? Yeah, but like yeah. who would want to do that? And also, it's hard to bounce off. That energy over and over again in front of like your mom. No, like, like self tapes are just so tiring and and also ugh. for dance auditions especially something about being in the room and bouncing off the energy of other people, being able to like look the directors dead in the eye and be like, I want this job and to show them everything and to have only one chance and just put it all out on the dance floor and leave and not even remember how it felt or not even know what happened and just be like, you know what, it's in god's hands at this point you know like yeah. i did what i did i had my one chance i think i did a good job and i'm just gonna let it be because when you're doing self-tapes you can look over and over again and the more you watch a dance video we all know the worse it gets yeah just because you're getting so hard on yourself but also the dance thing is like when you're in the room with the choreographer great but then when i have to spend the money myself i'm worried about the time when i have to be out of the studio there's so many it's because it's cheaper it. for them and easier I know, but it's messed up because a lot of the times those jobs that are giving you the self-tapes pay literally nothing. Yeah. Like it's embarrassingly low and it's really sad. So there's a lot of things that need to happen in this industry. But yeah. Oh, I was going to say before I when submitting and like it depends on the audition. But when submitting a self-tape, I like when I can send a WeTransfer link or a YouTube like unlisted link to see if they saw it. Mm -hmm. YouTube because, unlisted, yes. Yeah, you can see if it has a view because only the people with the link can see and then WeTransfer it tells you yes. when it gets downloaded and like, I don't know, I just like to know and then sometimes you'll get that like, your WeTransfer is being downloaded and I'm like, oh my God, like, they're watching. Like, that's so exciting but then you don't, <laughs> then I don't book it anyway but I'm like, and at then least you they hear saw nothing. it. And I'm like, I, you know what? Like, at least I'm like spying. Like, I saw it. So. Can I tell you a funny story no. when, oh, okay. Yes, Becca, go ahead. Um, so Please, when Becca. we auditioned for that show, like my mom is always my mom is such a dance mom, not in like a <laughs> dance mom, dance mom may way, but like the kind of dance mom who's like all up in my business. If I post a video of me dancing, she's watching it 20,000 times, like my biggest supporter. So wait, can I just say something about your mom, which I love? Yeah, she is like our first comment on everything we post in the bar chat Instagram. And even on our stories, she'll slide up and be like, Love it. Yeah. I, I just love it because like I see the notification and it's like I, it's just <laughs> yeah, like, or the clap hands. The especially when you do your Instagram takeovers and she's like, yes, Becca. Yeah. <laughs> no, so like, I love it. She's just such a big fan. No, it's so funny. And your dad, too. Sometimes oh. I'll see him like in the picture. Yeah. No, it's so funny. I'll like when I'm home, I'll walk into my kitchen 
and all of a sudden I'll hear like my voice and it's my TikTok playing. My mom's watching it over and okay, over. Okay, my mom does that again. too. Oh my god, like it's I I think it's hilarious, but I'm like, are you do you just sit and watch me all day? And she's like, Yep. Yeah. I'm like, cool. But along with that, I sent in an audition video once and it was like um a YouTube unlisted link and my mom watched it, but she wanted to see if people were coming on to watch it. So she want would like go onto the YouTube and be like, oh my God, so many people are watching it. So like it got up to like a hundred views. My mom was like, Becca, a hundred people watched your video. Like you're going to get the job. <laughs> like they're sending it around the network. But one thing she didn't realize was it her? Was that every time you click on the link, it counts as a view. She watched it a hundred yes. times. No, I'm telling you, like that's, that's just how she is. Like, no, she is a dedicated mother. But it was that's so, so funny. funny. She was gaslighting me. She was like, "You're gonna get a high." I literally didn't get it. At like, least you know that she'd cast you. Yay! <laughs> All right, we talked a lot about just like different audition stories, but we haven't talked about our worst audition stories. Do you guys have one? Thanks for bringing that up, Lexi, because I actually have one. And uh, no way. I'm going to say I wasn't going to talk about it because, but, but like because you're begging, asked, but you're asking. Gosh. No. And it was me that wanted to know. Yeah. Well, I was, I wasn't going to talk about it, but like we've all talked about things that we've said on our TikTok before, so it's fine. Um, but because I've made a video about this on TikTok. But it was literally my first ever dance audition. It was at West Coast Dance Theater, which is like, I feel like that's the spot for dance auditions. A lot of auditions are held there. I was freshly 18, had just got signed to my talent agency and like about to go to college. I got the casting call and it was like big artist on tour looking for fun, bright, crazy energy. Like and on the thing, it said like, wear something to show your personality. We aren't looking for like, cookie cutter dancers and like i literally come from like the ballet world like cleaned up and like dance convention world so like i don't really know what that means it means like i don't know get ready for a dance convention and like growing up in my studio like we were required to wear black for like a lot of things yeah so i show up and my hair is like just like a half up half down i'm wearing all black tight black clothes so, so i show up and everyone is literally decked out in the most insane clothes like it looked like their closet threw up on them. Like, that's the best way to put it. Like a Forever 21 model. Like Disney Channel Mannequin. in, like, yeah. 2013. Yeah, no, literally Disney Channel 2013, but make it, like, edgy and crazy. Colored hair. Everyone had, like, bows, buns, whatever, space buns. Like, so, space buns. Yeah, and, like, okay, that's so normal to me now because I've just, like, been around a little bit more. But I was, like, this, like cookie cutter i was cookie cutter you're like oh i'm going for like she martha graham yeah like <laughs> i'm out here like ready for my modern horton audition did and anyone else dress like you dress no so I maybe was... you stood out yeah right the wrong she way, did. But maybe you did stand out <laughs> yeah. they were like oh it she was so scary. and of course everyone's like knows each other and they're like oh my god lisa like it's so good to see you stop and I i'm literally sitting happens. there in the corner and i'm like oh my god and i also like looked like a baby they all were like late 20s i was a baby so they finally take us into like the main room to warm up and it's the panel i walk into the room and everyone's like warming up and they're like literally in front of i'll never forget they're like "Mm, mm, mm," freestyle like the music's playing like everyone's so in it and then all of a sudden the room falls silent and they bring in the choreographer and the choreographer walks in he is literally this is why i said cowboy in the beginning he was dressed like a cowboy he was literally 
full cowboy boots. Oh, like, I know who it is. The cowboy hat. Like, it was the full fit. It was all of it. And I was like, oh, my God. So he's like, okay, we're going to teach the combo. And he literally taught the combo. It was like five eight counts of just pose, pose, improv, 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 pose, pose, improv, improv, yeah. improv, pose, pose. Everyone's doing it full out like i'm getting like <laughs> elbowed in Ow. the face like no literally i'm getting fully elbowed in the face everyone's like mm, mm, mm. it was all improv there was no choreography i'm like so why are you here like, like there was no choreography and then they go straight into groups everyone is wait flinging. that was it yeah that was the, that was the audition what was the combo point in hiring a choreographer that was the combo. that's what i'm trying to say and then we go into groups and people are flipping flailing around and they're doing cuts. I remember I was like the third group. And by this point, I was ready to just walk out. But I was like, I can't like, already I already here. put my name down. And of course, I got cut right away. I mean, maybe now I'd be able to like, I know a little more and I'm older. But like, I was not ready like at all. But I guess like situations like that kind of help you to get ready. Right. They help you live and learn. But the part where you were talking about all of the people going together and being like, ah! Oh my god! I can't stand that. No, they do it almost in a way that's like I'm here. Everybody, look at me. Oh, that happened at the cruise ship audition too, and I was like, I feel so out of place. I don't know anybody. I feel like I know a good amount of people in the dance industry, and then I go to an audition, and I'm like, that's okay. That's what we were literally saying today. I was like, I think I know a lot of people in the scene and in the dance industry until I go to an audition or go to a class and someone literally knows everyone well, you know and what? I'm like, that's it's not, not just auditions though like it's classes, classes. like yeah. i would take class at broadway dance center and i walk in and everyone's like oh my god like marley how are you jake and I i'm know. like i stand in the back corner i don't know anybody but that's different because also like but broadway, it's the same thing in classes bdc is such like a following mm-hmm. i do understand that does that not happen on millennium i feel like oh it does, it does. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it does yeah it, it happens does. at all the studios yeah. because there's the regulars that take class every week or every two weeks, whatever. It is Seems what it cool is. To but be the thing that is, person, is like, though, even the class that no, but like the classes that I go to regu- regularly, I'll walk into the class and like I'll know mostly everyone in the class. And then you're and like, is oh the my thing. god! And, and then like, I get to be, and then I get to be the annoying one who's like, oh, Cynthia, Cynthia, <laughs> <laughs> not Cynthia. Yeah, Cynthia. I don't miss Lisa. How are you, Lisa? Oh my god, how's it going? Oh my god, and the worst is when you're overhearing a conversation. The worst is it had when you're, to be done. It had to be said. The worst is when you're overhearing a conversation and they're like, "Oh my god, that audition was like absolutely insane," and it's like the most LA dancer thing you've ever heard. They're like, "That audition was crazy," uh, and then did you hear? Did you hear? Lace, Lydia, Lydia booked the job. <gasps> she booked the yeah, job. I know. It's insane. I didn't think she was going to book the job. I know. I thought she was going to get cut right away. Well, I heard Samantha was acting ridiculous at the Samantha audition. Samantha Blonde? No. Samantha Burnett. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> scene. Guys, season two is on another level. That was a long story, Becca. Thank you so much. <laughs> season two, we're trying to make up for all of the mistakes we made last, sem- not semester, last <laughs> season. And so, like, here are some of the things we're working on. Trying not to talk over each other where we clearly have already failed at that because we're here screaming. We're trying to stay focused. I'm over here, like, yawning and burping and, like, hiccuping. And I'm messing everybody up. 
So thanks, Lexi. Season two, baby. This is going yeah, well. It's crazy how it's literally um parts of season one and like different things that happen in episodes are now like inside jokes in our friend group. Mm-hmm. I think the perfect way to end this episode is to share a few tips that we have for everyone because I feel like that's one of the biggest questions we all get, mm-hmm. I'm sure, about auditioning and like what we do in our tips to succeed. So if you were to give one tip to the audience, what would it be, Lexi? I'd probably say don't watch the people around you because for me, watching people and comparing myself, (laughs) watching people and comparing myself is my biggest, it's the biggest thing that holds me back because I'm like, oh, they can do this. I can't do that. I don't look like that. I'm not getting cast. Don't watch other people because you are special in your own way. Show the directors, show the people that are watching you and judging you what you can do and what makes you stand out because the people popping their elbows and necks and doing all these really cool things and flips and turns. It doesn't mean that you are bad compared to them. It means that you have something else that makes you stand out. And it's really all about what the director is looking for. So don't watch other people. You go in there, you do your best and you'll shine. But yeah, Becca, do you have anything? Um, uh, I think at least something that I really struggle with is the improv aspect of auditions. And I always end up doing the craziest things like I don't even have my middle splits and I've literally dropped down into like a bad <laughs> middle split. Like one of the first TikToks I ever saw of yours that was yeah. the improv one. Yeah. That was the first one I ever saw because it's so true. It's like what I do in an audition, like robot arms. Yeah, and like, then, like why? what I should be doing, like aerial extensions. <laughs> it's so true. They're going to play when you're learning the combo, they're going to play the part that you're improving as you're learning it. So start thinking about that now. And also, like, low-key, go in the studio on a random Wednesday and try to, like, think of stuff. Has to be a Wednesday. Planning an improv and really knowing what you're good at all the time is so important. And, like, no auditioneer is going to care or know that you do the same three improv moves at every audition. Obviously, class is where it's time to grow in that. Auditions is where you're supposed to show your strength. Good advice. What about you, Bianca? With those two things in mind, I would say that what I said at the beginning is that treat an audition like class. So go into it very chill, very low maintenance in the way of like your attitude. You want to be prepared, but internally try to relax, shake your muscles out. Just take a deep breath and just think to yourself, this is another class, literally just another class. And I think that's really what's going to help you feel more comfortable and get better at auditioning. Totally. Yeah. So we covered a lot of things regarding auditions. This we was covered such a long episode. <laughs> this was a yeah. very long episode. Yeah. But- and that's actually our goal for the season is to make longer episodes because that was a really big note that everyone had. They were like mm-hmm. longer episodes. And another more, goal is for Becca to stop interrupting me. Right. Yeah, totally. And that's totally going to happen. Yeah, no, it will. I'm prepared for it. But yeah, we covered a lot of things. So I hope that you realize that you are not alone with all these auditions. We've been through it. We're still going through it. It's a lot. It's stressful. It's nerve wracking. But we're all in it together. I know that's very cliche, but it's just something that if you want to be a performer, if you enjoy doing it, you're going to have to go through. So trying to like use all the tricks or like these tips or just ways to help you feel better when you go into an audition or when you're filming a self-tape. I hope that this helped. I think even just us talking about it has helped me because like hearing Bianca and Becca's perspective of everything, I'm like, okay, like going into an audition, I'll make sure to plan my improv. I'll make sure to do all these other things. 
So, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for episode one of season two. We're so excited to be back and we have an exciting season in store for you guys. So stay tuned and get ready for episode two in two weeks. Yeah, And then don't forget that we're still on Spotify. We're still on Apple Podcasts. And you can watch our beautiful faces on YouTube. Yes. If you want and see Bianca's funny faces. And you can follow our bar chat, Instagram and TikTok as well. Yes, yeah, please. YouTube this season, we're going to be putting out a lot more content too. Oh, we're just really plugging ourselves and right extra now. Videos. Follow me at Lexis Trach. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah, YouTube, we're putting a lot more content. So if you're That's not subscribed goal. on YouTube, then what are you, what doing? Are you doing? Please subscribe and follow us on all of our social media platforms and Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll see you then. Bye, guys.